Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights and this is Divine Experience Day 6. The finality of death is one of the most devastating realities in life, especially when it strikes someone whose presence in your life has never wavered. The loss of their support love and guidance leaves an emptiness a pain that is almost impossible to heal from it doesn't matter if you were estranged or had a complicated relationship with them it doesn't matter if their death was expected but when death hits close it hits hard the backdrop of the story we are going to do today is that of a king named Uzziah who began his reign when he was 16 years old and reigned for 52 years. Uzziah was a good king. The Bible says that he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. He sought God and the Lord made him prosper for as long as he sought him. He was a great general. He was a great builder and a planner. But at the height of his success, he transgressed against the Lord by entering the temple and burning incense on the altar of incense. His life ended tragically. The Lord struck him with leprosy, and he lived an isolated leper until his death. And now in our reading in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 to 8, the Bible says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the Lord, the King of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. Wow. This is a powerful, powerful, powerful reading today. The people we have covered so far in this series all had their divine experiences when they were at their breaking points. And here is yet another person who has just lost the king during whose reign he served as a prophet 
and probably the greatest man he had ever known. Isaiah must have been devastated, discouraged, and disillusioned because a great king had died so tragically. But the Bible says that in the year that Uzziah died, in the middle of such a tragedy, Isaiah saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high and lifted up. The Lord was still enthroned in heaven and in charge. There might have been a blank in the leadership of Israel, but God was still on his throne. It was at the height of his heartbreak, at the height of his devastation, that Isaiah met the Lord. He encountered the perfected glory. He beheld the scene of this magnificent, uh, surreal and real glory. Isaiah had lived during the reign of one of the greatest kings of Israel. A man he might have truly held in high regard. But it wasn't until that symbol of hope, that symbol of direction was removed from his sight that his eyes were opened to the true pathway to experience the pure perfection of the Lord's glory. In the middle of his loss, Isaiah beheld the power that would sustain him through the difficulties and the trials of his ministry. You know, the Bible says that the seraphim cried, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And what does holiness mean? It means being set apart. Holiness is built on the idea of apartness. The Lord is holy because he's set apart from all, all creation. He is holy because he exists outside of creation. And the Bible says in 1 John 2, 6, that the one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. For Isaiah to understand the ways of the Lord, for him to understand the will of the Lord, he had to be brought into this holiness, in this apartness. He had to be set apart from the things that he had placed his hope in. He had to be separated from what he considered the icon of direction in his life and ministry. He had to experience this divine holiness for him to be part of it. And for this to happen, Isaiah had to be detached from his earthly attachments. He was positioned by God in, this, in his moment of grief for this divine experience and he witnessed a level of worship and commitment of the seraphim probably the highest beings in the creation he had to witness this firsthand because of his ministry like theirs was sorely for the honor and worship of the lord he had probably heard of the smoke on mount sinai he must have heard of the pillar of cloud that represented God during the exodus from Egypt and the cloud of Shekinah glory that filled the temple that is described in 1 Kings 8, 10 to 12. But hearing about the presence and the glory of the Lord wasn't enough at this moment. God made sure that 
Isaiah witnessed the same and he describes it when he says that the house was filled with smoke. This was the same cloud of glory that he had only heard of before and it was right there before his eyes. The Bible says that when he witnessed all this, he exclaimed, Woe is me, for I am undone. He stood in awe, just like Moses, Jacob, Gideon, and Elijah had done. His eyes were open to his own sinful nature and that of his people. He realized and admitted to the sad state that he was in. I am undone, he said. God in his mercy and glory had conquered his heart. He had undone Isaiah's reliance on the king. He had undone the veil that had stood before him and the glory of God until then. He had conquered him like he had conquered Jacob. And when Isaiah acknowledged his sinful nature in that place of glory, in that place of cleansing, in that place of purging, fire was taken from the altar and he was cleansed. The Bible says that one of the seraphim touched Isaiah's lips with a live coal and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged with the fire from the Lord who is a consuming fire himself. Isaiah was cleansed. A fire was lit in him. The spiritual transaction was now complete. He was ready now for his great commissioning. And so when the Lord started asking, Who shall I send? Isaiah is ready right there to say, Here I am, send me. And this is my prayer today. As you are listening this, my listener, how I pray that we may come to have this kind of divine experience. We may realize when the Lord has taken something from us in preparation for something even greater, that in our troubles we may experience this perfected glory, this sustaining power. How I pray that we may realize when the Lord is isolating us, when he is setting us apart so that we can experience his apartness and holiness. How I pray that we may have in fullness this divine experience until we can say that we are undone, that we are conquered of the Lord, that we have been cleansed, that we have indeed been purged of sin until we can feel that fire has been lit in us. Until when the Lord calls, we can say, yes, Lord, here we are. Send us. Send us. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Amen. This is Pastor Lucy Pinto with your daily insights. And this is Divine Experience, Day 6. Shalom.